So you guys want to stop talking? <laughs> it was fun, man. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> it's all you guys. And welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz. And I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Broen. You can find me on Twitter at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> and Shane Manila. <laughs> Hey man, I knocked over my Pokemon, uh, Pokemon before we started, and I had to pick them up. Uh, <laughs> what? Do you even look look in the screen there? You don't notice uh, what's at the right left of me? Uh-huh. That little silver thing. Here? Oh yeah, yeah. It's always there. It's yeah. Pokemon. Uh-huh. You know what's so funny? I have all this stuff behind my head, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and I never noticed. You're telling me that little teeny Pokemon's been behind you this whole time we do shows. You never realized. Well, you're you're overkill. <laughs> See, I go. Yeah. I just, I just grab like one thing. Which Mike's never read, autograph yeah. people. We, we don't even know who they are. All that stuff. Oh wait, you want to see what I got today? Look at this thing. Hold on, Eddie Guerrero in his lowrider. <laughs> he didn't sign that recently, right? No, shut up. It's not signed. I just found. A, he didn't have it signed. He bought it. Shut up. Hey, he was always my favorite WWE wrestler. So when I saw that, I thought that was pretty cool. I did like Latino Heat. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh I do have his. I do have the memorial band from when he passed away, signed by Vicky Guerrero. I met Vicky, and she signed it for me. But whatever. So hey, we're back, and we're gonna do what we did yes. last week. And uh, if you were wondering what we were laughing at at the beginning of the show, and when Shane was making his rude comment, he said the reason the show was so long last week was because we wouldn't shut up. Yeah, we, <laughs> we, Mike and me. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna do the running backs this week like we did the wide receivers last week and we're gonna try to make it a little shorter because last week was kind of long um but before we get into it though and before we tell everybody what we're doing let's talk about campus to canton shane hey we have a sponsor campus to canton um and felix yep felix reached out to me um and said bro the the discount's 10 percent um i appreciate that thanks felix Um, yes thank you he confirmed that to me he dm'd me um after the last week's episode so i appreciate that look that's the kind of attention to detail that you want from from a site that you know you frequent uh like campus canton uh you know the type of place that's going to remember to uh that you're really not that bright and you're going to not know what your discount is for um so their site's awesome Uh, lots of good stuff there, lots of tools, lots of rankings, a lot of ADP, a lot of awesome articles. They just came out with their, I believe it's their draft guide. Um, I might nice. be calling it the wrong thing. Um, we're so and, lucky that Felix loves us and he's happy with the way yeah, we great. do I still haven't talked to him. Every time he comes on the show, something comes up and I can't make it. But I think I'm doing that on purpose. I'm not. Oh, yeah, yeah that's they right. just came out with their 2022 <laughs> draft guides. Um, so really cool. cool. They got a 2022 draft guide, Debbie guide. Um, I think this supplemental one might be old. I don't know, but they definitely got some awesome, cool dry, uh, dry draft guides. How you say that in English. Um, <laughs> great site. Use promo code HQ and save you some money on it. 10%. Sweet. 10%. <laughs> I love that Felix reached out to you. That that means he was yeah. listening to us last week talking about their their site. Um, hey, he's not just a sponsor; he's a uh, user, a uh, listener, listener, <laughs> not a user, no, no, a no, fan. 
wrong terminology. Sorry. He's not just a client. He's the president. Wait, what? Uh, so, hey, <laughs> we're going to do what we did last week. We're, like we said, we're, but we talked about wide receivers last week. So this week we're going to talk about running backs. Yes. And this, like Jeremy mentioned last week, this is something that Shane came up with a couple years ago. And we've had a lot of fun with it every single year when we do it. And Shane, do you want to explain to everybody what we're doing? Because last week we kind of blew past it a little bit. Sure. So we're looking at the top 12 and ADP at a specific position. Tonight, it happens to be the uh, running back position. And we're guessing which one of these running backs are going to remain in the top 12 and ADP at this time next year and which ones will fall out. Um, and mind you, I just need to, cause I got a couple comments in the patron chat last week. Um, I'm not saying that I think these players are going to be specifically bad. Right. I'm saying I believe the ADP for whatever reason will, uh, change. change. Right. And, and we were pretty clear last week. I think I yeah. said it maybe three times during the show that we weren't talking about where they're going to end up or what their position or how they're going to score during the season or whether we say that they're good or bad. We're just guessing what the people next year at this time when they're doing their startup drafts are going to consider them to be in the top 12 or not. Yeah, it's like All a right. depreciation. Like, I mean, in redraft, you'd probably be fine with any of these guys, of course. But, you know, in, in Dynasty, if you're doing a startup maybe you want to consider getting off of some of these guys now when you can and and you know looking at other running backs that have a you know a better shot for next year so i think it has a lot of bearings for like the deals that especially shane's pulling every day but i mean so I wanna... just trading for different positions i mean different players all right let's start hot and heavy let's just let's not even around <laughs> wait we usually don't with <laughs> this game but wait i want to ask you one thing first before we get started because this i thought was important when it came to running backs and then we'll go hot and heavy uh, this essentially could be the easiest thing we've ever done or the hardest thing we've ever done it could be, it could go one way or the other i know i was because, looking at it mike i think you're right and i was thinking uh, i bet this is going to be easier than wide receivers i think it's going to be easier than wide receivers and take less time but go ahead why do you think it's possible that it's harder well the reason i say it could be easier or hard is because we've talked about on this show since the beginning, that running backs, by the time you get deeper into the seasons, you've got running backs that nobody drafted, nobody had on their rosters, on waiver wires and all that stuff, playing on your teams. So if you think in those terms, there's plenty of guys that by the end of the season are going to be higher or come out of nowhere that we didn't even think about. So in that case, some people may look at those people and think that, oh, they're better than they really are. It was just because of their opportunity. Or they're going to say, oh, well, that running back got hurt. So this year he's fine. And I'm going to put him back in the 12, top 12. Yep. So we're going to be making guesses on some of these guys. And some of these guys may not even play most of the season. And then well, we're going to have yeah. to guess. So that's why and I was the, saying it could be easy yeah, or hard. I agree you know? with that. And the age cliff for running backs is just even steeper yeah. than a wide receiver. So like the, the drop off is harder and hurts more. So maybe yeah, Shane was right. We, we did talk a lot. So go ahead, Shane, go hot and heavy. <laughs> we love this exercise. <laughs> no. And just, just if you don't believe that the age cliff is a cliff, the age cliff is a thing for running backs. Um, well, you're wrong. You're just 150% wrong. But also luckily you can just literally Google what age do fantasy running backs decline. And you'll see several articles from myself, uh, several articles, articles from uh, people that are smarter than me, um, several articles from people that aren't as smart as me, but all saying the same thing because we all got the same data because it's true. 
running backs are decedent after 26. Yeah. Nice. And then there's the uh, obviously outliers like Frank Gore and Adrian Peterson, but yeah. So let's get <laughs> let's get into the top who the top 12 is DLF's ADP right now. All right. Uh-huh. Want Jeremy to read it off in yeah, his great announcer voice? voice. Yes. <laughs> now I just yeah, I'll just make this uh, pretty clear. I mean, it, I think it's not a surprise at all who the number 1 overall by ADP running back is. Uh, no surprise to me, Jonathan Taylor. I don't think you guys were surprised by that. Number 2 maybe a little bit of a surprise, but right now that's that's Najee Harris as of June's ADP, Superflex on DLF. Andre, uh, sorry, DeAndre, I want to call that guy Andre all the time. I love that name. Um, some of the best players had the name Andre. But DeAndre Swift for Detroit, a little surprised that he's third in ADP for all running backs. At number four, Christian McCaffrey. At number five, Javante Williams, the upstart from last year. The, the, the brand new 101 in our rookie drafts. At number six, Brees Hall, the New York Jets. Number seven, Saquon Barkley, still hanging in there after the injury last year. Everybody loves Saquon Barkley in the passing game. I'm not totally surprised he's he's in this top 12 ADP. Number eight, Cam Akers. Off that, what, Achilles, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Terror. Man, that guy looked really good at the end of the season in the playoffs in the Super Bowl for sure. And number nine, the often uh, banged up Dalvin Cook for the Minnesota Vikings. Number 10, we all love him, Austin Eckler, the passing game. Um, that guy's still hanging in there at 27 years old. At number 11, Joe Mixon of the Cincinnati Bengals. I don't know if he's ever discovered the ceiling that we expected for that guy, but he's he's hanging in there in the top 12 of ADP. And right behind him, my favorite running back, and uh, that's Nick Chubb, rounding out the top 12 of ADP. Nick Chubb of the uh, Cleveland Browns. It's so funny, too, because Cam Akers is the perfect example of what I said earlier, somebody coming off injury. So, Shane, why and this did is, you... Uh, you went off the Superflex ADP, right? Yes, yeah, yeah. Superflex ADP, June's, you know, as yeah. of the end of June, all the ADP for DLF um, running back ones, that's the list. But if this is just the running backs, does it matter if it's Superflex or non-Superflex? Well, yeah, because, I mean, the format that we usually PPR. play in is quarterback. So I like to see, or Superflex, so I like to see I what you. it actually it is. Like, it, it, people will be like, oh, well, you just add another quarterback to it, but it's not that. It's Because it throws it off where running backs are drafted, right, Shane? That's what yeah. you're, the main, main point, yeah. I mean, we play Superflex, PPR, which, you know, I don't, I'm assuming that's built into this. Um, I meant to ask yeah. you about that yeah, because yeah. you yeah. can't be drafting running backs uh, not based on PPR. If you're in a PPR league, it's so important. You got to know. That's why Eckler, you know, comes into play and got in Barkley. Those guys are so much, they score so many more points that way. So, okay. Right, right off, right off the bat. Absolutely. I'm kicking Christian McCaffrey out of the goddamn top 12. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. He just, he just comes in. He doesn't even ask us about a particular player. You're just gonna, so subtle. You're going to say automatically without, without – all right, so we're just going to jump right into it with who you think is not going to be there and you think yeah, Christian McCaffrey will not be there. Yeah, it's his age, right? It's the mileage. It's a, you know, it's a different coach. It, is it, it's just everything, right? But it's, yeah, the age it's, it's and, that he's going to be. How old is he going to be? He's going to be, be twenty-seven soon. at this time next year, which yeah. is the decline for running backs. Yes, he is a receiving running back, which you know he's an excellent receiver, probably one of the best in the league, probably one of the best receiving backs uh, that I remember during my uh, lifetime, my illustrious lifetime. But um, I don't remember ever in the history of life, and I could be wrong. I don't remember a running back at this age coming back off of two injury plagued seasons to pr- produce a productive season. 
and make no doubt about it when he's on the field he is still an absolute monster um i think in full games last year he's almost scored uh, 30 points a game something like that no no he didn't mm. i made that up but in in games that he wasn't injured um he was averaging somewhere north of 20 points a game so he yeah, i mean given, i get it he would have given jonathan taylor a run for the running back one but he only played what's that seven games he's played 10 games in the past two seasons i don't think it turns around and i think the fantasy community turns on him and they go you're an old running back who's always injured and we don't want you anymore i see top 24 i don't have a problem with him being drafted in the top 12 right now at 26 because he's been so good he's proven it time over time you know time after time season over season i i think that next year you know it's he's probably going to be drafted more like in the top 24 guys outside the top 12 i i agree with that part of it and he's going to be 27 next year a lot of mileage on christian mccaffrey um a lot of a lot of hits and the in the injuries I still think, you know, it's a guy that I want and I'm going to draft him and I'm going to try to get him at more of a value. I'm not going to draft him at the fourth overall running back when I can get a younger player, maybe even a rookie or something like that. But yeah, I I agree with you, Mike. What do you think? I'm going to agree as well, but for a different reason too. Uh, When you look at the dynasty community look at twitter look at look at our group me chats look at all these questions everybody keeps yeah. saying get rid of um christian caffey get rid of cmc uh you know yeah. and, and and it seems to be that that movement is already happening and everybody believes similar to what shane's already saying so if we're playing this thing where we're not saying whether he's going to be good or not this year but what we think is going to happen by next year then i probably agree with both of you guys that he probably won't be and and another reason and I think that too is because I'm looking at this list right now and you see players like Alvin Kamara and Ezekiel Elliott and stuff not in the top 12 and those guys have been really good producers for you in fantasy as well so it wouldn't be surprising that Christian would be out of it next year so I'm going to agree and it wouldn't be surprising if Ezekiel Elliott outscores uh, McCaffrey this year yeah. and they were drafted like 20 picks apart or something I yeah. mean it, that's that's the kind of thing you're talking about it's almost like that name cachet one thing I w- I'd like to see on here because Shane does this every time. I don't think we did it yet today for this list is which which of these guys in the current ADP are repeats from 2021. I actually neglected to put that on here, but I know that's something that Shane always does when we do this. So so we see who fell out before and it's always like three or four players at least that, you know, are not in the top 12 from year to year. Yeah, because we did that last week, you know, where we talked about how many were there last time and how many were new and and how many were replaced. So, yeah, what what what's the deal with these running backs, Shane? Um, so what's funny is nine of the twelve running backs are repeats from last year. It looks like. wow, nine. that's pretty good. So, so what was it with out? wide receivers? Was it four or five? I last week that was all the way last week you think i remember last <laughs> week uh, yeah i think it was four wide receivers mike last was? week okay yeah. so this yeah. time it's three running backs so what were the three running backs that are not repeaters it's got to be derrick henry alvin Kamara, and like aaron jones something like that like it's got to be the big name guys that that fell out from last year really. no but and what injury, i was saying maybe but wait, yeah, Jeremy, no, what i'm asking you because nobody can see our list who are the three that are new in this group Javante Williams, uh, Brees Hall, um, which makes sense because he wasn't in the NFL last year, and Austin Eckler. 
Austin is, uh, Eckler was it. Wow. So yeah, then, so he was outside the top twelve last year. Nice. Yeah. So Jeremy, who do you think the other three were that got knocked out? I mean, I'm. I think it would be like Kamara, Henry, um, Alvin Kamara, Derek Henry, and like either Aaron Jones or like Antonio Gibson, something like that. What exactly. a guy that Antonio. you knew were going to get volume. You think it was Gibson? Antonio? It was. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, oh yeah. you already know, Shane. Oh, okay, that's cool. Oh, is it that right there on the sheet? <laughs> Is it is it off to the right on the sheet? Is that who it was? Is that how Shane yeah. knows? Okay. <laughs> I just saw it, Jeremy. If you look oh, to the yeah, right, I, there I it totally is. wasn't looking at that. But I mean, you know, you know Camara was in it last year. Well, I knew Camara was, yeah, but I, I didn't know uh, Antonio Gibson was. All right, so we got three new people this year. So what we're going to do with this is we're going to see how many new people next year. And we've already kicked one person out with CMC. So yes, we did. So who do Bye. you... What? <laughs> He's like, bye. He said bye. So, Jeremy, who do you want to jump on? You know, he jumped on CMC. Who do you want to jump on? Oh, yeah. To, to kick off of this list? Uh, wow. You know, I was, I was thinking about that uh, when we were looking at it, and, and it's tough. I want, I want to do that to Saquon Barkley, but that's, you know, it, his, he, had a, he had a big injury, which really set him back. He plays on a team that, you know, they pass him the ball and he does he does well. He's got that name that, you know, Saquon Barkley. I've never been as high on him as other people. And, and you know, this year maybe he proves to us that he belongs drafted in the top five running backs. He's going to be 26 next year. He's only 25 now. He's getting close to the age cliff. But I think before we talk about him, we got to stick with the age on something like this. And I, I want to say – it's either Eckler or Dalvin Cook, and I'm leaning towards I'm leaning towards Eckler. Um, he'll be 28 next year. Um, I don't know if he's going to maintain. You know, he's drafted right now, right at the tail end of the top 12 at you know 10 and ADP, based on how well he's done the past few years. You know, he's made a name for himself, but you know, he's going to be 28 years old next year. He's close to the end of this list already. There's a lot of good. You know, running backs. There's a lot of running backs that are younger than Eckler. Like, I mean, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, for one thing. There's guys like in that range, right? There's, uh, you know, Kenneth Walker, running backs that, um, that are rookies that are in high volume offenses. I think it's easy to knock him off of this list just based on his age. And, you know, they have a new uh, running back there, too, to back him up. That's, uh, you know, Spiller, that's uh, Isaiah Spiller, that's a pretty good running back in his own right. So, I think that you have to look at his age and the fact that he was not a running back one last year, even though he's done well for himself. I, I think he's a guy that's probably next on the list to kick off of this myself. All right. So, Shane, what do you think about Eckler? Um, I like Eckler. I like him fine. I think he's a he's a fine young man. Um, <laughs> I think he'd make a great neighbor, probably yeah. a good friend. I don't, I don't think he'll have 20 total touchdowns um, this year. Um, which is what really boosted his scoring. Um, he will be 28 years old this time next year. Um, and I believe, like like uh, like I just said, there's not a chance in hell that he's going to have 20 touchdowns again. He just had an absurd amount of rushing touchdowns last year, highest of his career um, by percentage and just raw numbers. So I, I agree. Yeah, I'll, I'll kick Eckler out. See you, pop, pop. 
right. I, I'm going to. <laughs> so uh, now we know, Mike, that anybody over 27 is called Papa. Exactly. So it's not just you. I, yeah, I've been Papa for years with him. Um, I know who I'm going to jump on next, but I will agree with both of you guys about Eckler. I think Eckler's kind of like that situation we had last week where we were talking about Cup, where he wasn't there for a long time and all of a sudden he is. And then we weren't sure that he was going to do it again. It's the same with Eckler. Eckler's been productive over the past years, but if you look at this list, he wasn't there last year, and now all of a sudden he's there, and he's at number 10. So I think it's a really good chance that by this time next year, he's not there again. So uh, I'll I'll agree with that. Plus, didn't he miss a few games this year? Wasn't he injured for a few games? So you guys are talking about his age, and then, you know? He was the the running back two last year, so, you know, people are expecting... People aren't looking. I, I don't know what people are thinking. I guess most people, when they're drafting running backs, they're looking at, all right, am I going to get one elite season out of them? Right. I get one elite season out of them and maybe another starting season. And if I can, I'll live with that. Yeah, but so you I guys, say you were making a dra- Okay, this is Dynasty. I, I get it. But just looking at these rankings, if you were picking based on one and done this year redraft, would you take Eckler? And, and maybe you would. Would you In take retract. Eckler over Derrick Henry, Alvin Kamara, some of the other running backs that are right here on the fringe, you know, the next – guys up so to speak outside just looking in on the top 12 would you take him over those guys because i don't think i would i think i'd be like you know what derrick henry's still there one year derrick henry uh they they lost all those wide receivers um they're probably going to run the ball even more can he hold up enough to get me more points than austin eckler yep Click yeah, but you're also I mean, talking. But year. you're talking redraft. Yeah, but I I, yeah. I, I agree with you. The redraft, sure. Chair, yeah, I'm not. I'm not drafting either of these guys in Dynasty. Yeah. So, I mine was is pretty easy that I would say, and it's because this guy is always right there on the fringe. For me, it would be Joe Mixon. I mean, Joe Mixon yeah. right there. He's <laughs> number eleven. He's number eleven right there. He was twelve last year. He's that kind of guy that every. Over. Well, that's the thing. It's not only what I, I mean. I go back to what I said earlier. When you look at the dynasty community, I, I read Twitter all day. I read what everybody's saying. I look at what everybody's saying. He's always one of those guys that people always say, "No, nah, I'm not going." You can have Joe Mixon. I'll pass on Joe Mixon. You can have Joe. You know, nobody. Whether you say he's overrated, it's true. But a lot of the dynasty community. Newer people fall for it, or whoever falls for it, whatever. But he doesn't ever seem to be what we want him to be and he's already on the fringe anyways so i i would say and, and again i'm not saying he's a bad player and i'm not, I'm not saying he's gonna suck this year but he's right there at 11 last year he was 12 it would not be surprising that he's under the 12 this year or next year i mean i'm gonna go against you okay um on joe mixon and i'm gonna say that uh as he has the offense continues to improve in Cincinnati he's going to be the beneficiary of that he's going to still put up a top 10 season and uh, also looking at the list of players that are still left on this board that I want to kick out I can't kick them all out um, so I think Mixon will still be a top 10 running back next year and I think he'll stay in and yes he's old but he'll only be 26 ish um, so people still talk themselves in there like well he's not old old he's just old um, so I'm going to go with, he'll be damn near 27, but I'll go with, uh, I'm going to say he's going to stay in. I think his pass catching ability and being on a better offense is the, the what do you call those people? Cincinnati continue to work. The, the Bengals. Well, he had 42 receptions on 48 targets last year, which is pretty good, right? Um, uh, like 314 yards right around, um, you know, and he got touchdowns off of that. Uh, rushing 292 
for 1205 and 13 touchdowns in a prolific offense. So I am not a big fan of Joe Mixon, but if he continues to, even if he gets like 35, 30, 35 receptions in that offense, I, I've got to agree that he's going to finish as a top 12 running back this year. But that's and I got to think game. that he's probably going to get drafted like right in there. I know. And I look at other running backs on their, this list, and there are actually two other running backs that I would like to kick off of this list before him. But I'm not a fan of Joe Mixon. But as the beneficiary of that offense, he, last year he surprised me. He really did. I, I didn't expect as much as – I mean, the team did well altogether. Um, and I credit the quarterback, the, the coach, the offense. But but Mixon with all those receptions, and that's kind of where I see him doing the most damage. Um, I, I, I can't uh, – I can't disagree with, uh, with with Shane on saying that he'll still be drafted in the top twelve uh, uh, the top twelve quarterbacks, the top twelve running backs next year, um, just based on everything that we're looking at. And and just look at the list. There's got to be a couple guys that you would want to kick out as well as Joe Mixon. Okay, so so then so it's two to one. So we'll keep him in there. And again, like you I said, lose, sucker. I, I didn't. There's no win or I'm, lose. What the I'm, Close. I put him on t- at 12 on this list but, right here. But I didn't lose. It makes no difference what I think or what you think or what Jeremy thinks. We're playing He's a game. With you, no, man. I know, He's but we're playing a buttons. we're playing a game where we're guessing who people are going to draft next year. I want to kick him out. We're not even I, guessing you know, what they're so going to do. Yeah. I want ETN to do better than him this year for sure. Well, there's a all lot right, of so guys. Like, I want Kamara to beat all these guys. I'm going to be kicking out. So real quick though, let's let's just knock out a couple guys that we know aren't going anywhere. Um, I, I mean, they're pretty. This one, Jonathan dude, Taylor's not moving off. The value team. insulated. He's young enough. <laughs> Even if he were to come out next year and blow an Achilles, he, he's done enough where people would go. You know what? I think he can come back. Well, let's just say none of these season. guys get a major debilitating injury because that we can't like forecast. I know, no, no, no. But what I'm based saying on is, everything we know, that guy's not going anywhere. Out he, of the even ball. I'm saying even if he were to be injured. He'd still be in the top twelve next year because like he's Cam. done enough. Like Cam was injured right. and he's still in the right. top twelve. So yeah, yeah, and he's done much more than Cam uh, Acres. Exactly, but I'm saying he's still there. You know, yeah. so yeah. all right. Well, who else is so obvious? Well, uh, I, I don't know. Maybe he feels obvious to me. How about a uh, Najee Harris? That's a long pause. I I don't know. It's so obvious with Najee Harris, and apparently Jeremy doesn't either. Jeremy, why do you think that? I want to hear what you guys have to say about Najee Harris and DeAndre Swift before, I mean, really before I, I chime in on those two guys. I honestly think that <clears throat> with Pittsburgh runs the ball a lot, they're going to need to do it with the quarterback situation. I, I'm fine with keeping him in. Um, he's awfully high in ADP with all the running backs that we have out there. He's very, very high on this list. Swift is another guy that I looked at his you know stats from last year. I know he didn't play. And, and, you know, we didn't get 100% of DeAndre Swift. He's another guy that I think you could pick a running back that's 13, 14, 16, 18, and maybe say he's going to do as well. So Swift is a guy you guys are going to have to convince me on. But um, so here's yeah, the th- so. yeah, so here's the thing with Swift, right? Swift is he, he's a young, young guy. He's only 23. Still only 23. He'll be 24 next year. Um, we really liked him coming out of college as a community. Um, I like him. Yeah, he's shown that he is a three-down back, that, you know, he's a receiving back, which is important. That's what we want from our running backs. You know, we generally don't want two-down thumpers because 
you know, unless they're Derrick Henry, it's too hard to score that way. And even Derrick Henry had to put up insane rushing volume just to get into the top, you know, five scoring at running back. Um, so I, I, the Detroit offense has to be better because it can't be worse. Um, I think he should so- score some touchdowns. Uh, you know, like you said, you can't predict injury. Um, he was injured last year. He's about due for some hopefully be healthy this year. Um, just that the three down skill set, and he's still young enough that I think, and he still does. Like I said, he was still hyped enough coming into the uh, the league that we're going to want to keep him in the top twelve. Just hear this, uh, this, this the statistics real quick, which I I didn't even realize he was targeted this much in the uh, the receiving game. But it looks like the guy had I I I totally didn't know this, but is, he had sixty two receptions on 78 targets for 452 yards only two touchdowns so while he only had you know 151 carries for 617 yards and five touchdowns that was in 13 games 62 receptions so that's that's huge yeah and you know look i don't know that he's going to see i think that works out to something like six targets a game or something like that um i don't know if he'll see that volume but even if he sees four to five targets a game um even if it were four at the low end, that would still keep him in the area where he's going to produce as a top 12 running back. And I think, like I said, the community likes him enough. As long as he does that, he's staying in the top 12. Mike. Uh, So I think I have to answer about both of them, I guess, (laughs) because we talked about both. (laughs) We didn't really say much about Harris. For me, for me, the Deandre Swift, I do believe that like what Shane just said, I do believe that he will still be in the top 12. He was much loved coming in and there's really not a lot there to stop him from doing it again. And he's so high on this list that it would be really strange that he would just completely disappear. The opposite, though, I think, with Najee Harris in the fact that just because he's so high, I think he could disappear depending on what happens with that team. I mean, you've got the new quarterback that a lot of people in the dynasty community all think is no good. They tell you not to draft him in rookie drafts. There, there, There's not a whole lot of excitement about him as a starting quarterback. And if things go wrong with that entire team it's quite possible that Najee Harris is not there again in the top 12. However, I might have to agree with both of you that he will be because he's so high right now. He's number two right now. And people will give excuses for players like that and still draft him. Because again, we're not talking about production. We're talking about what people think next year. And both of those guys are so high right now that it would have to be a big production loss and something really strange to happen to knock either one of those guys out. So I think they'll both be there. I just don't think it's genuinely obvious, like Shane said at the beginning of it, for Najee. Well, it is. Um, Yeah. Yeah, well, so you can always shit on me. It's well, fine. It I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> so just by that same token, though, because Jeremy brought him up and then he pivoted off of him. I, can we kick Squam Barkley out of here finally? Yeah, I, I, I'd say yeah. I'd say yes on Barkley. And then there's one other guy. I think you wait. Yes to kick out. To. Yes to kick out. Yeah. Not yes to keep. Yeah, I, yeah so I'll agree yes with Saquon. Out. Yes. Look, I, I love Barkley's thighs and his quads as, lo- as much as the next man. Um, in, in the passing game, he's obviously a very good uh, pass-catching running back. And in the open field, I mean, yeah. Between the tackles, though, he's he's more average. Like, he's not a superstar that way. 
No, he hasn't been, and he's been injured a lot. Um, the only thing I wonder about Saquon, the only thing that could, because we do love our hype, is Saquon moves to a new team next year, and then everyone goes, okay, well, now Saquon's going to yeah. get unlocked. Maybe. But I'm going to guess that the community, because I'm, I'm already guessing that Saquon does not have a good season. So this is mostly just based off production. I'm going to say after the third straight bad season of Saquon, yeah, the, the community's ready. To and it's not on. like that's a team that, you know, inspires you in fantasy football anyway. There's always more questions than, you know, answers with the New York Giants. You just always leave, are like, should I draft this guy or a player from a different team? And you don't do that a lot. But with the Giants, I find myself doing that all the time. Oh, wait, what who, does this guy play for the Giants? Hmm, maybe hmm. it's just... It's the whole the whole shtick with the Giants right now, and Daniel Jones and the coach. It's all of it. Yeah, I, I uncertainty. I think with the with the guys that are left, for me at least, I think an obvious one. And like you just said, Shane, where Jeremy pivoted away from it, but when Jeremy mentioned Nick Chubb, Nick Chubb's one of my favorite ones too. And even with Hunt there, and even with other players there, he's always still up there and productive, and people like him. And I think that Nick Chubb will be back in the top 12 next year, even at 27 years old, because he'll be 27 years old next year. Okay, I'm going to... Calvin pick. Cook's a guy that I think, of the two of them, because they're around the same exact age, Cook is the guy that I would kick out before Chubb, and the reason is the the health of the player. Yeah. I mean, Chubb's had the knee injuries, but in the pros, that guy has been nothing but, like, he just answers the bell. And so if we kick another running back out, I have to argue for Cook before before Nick Chubb. And they're close in ADP anyway. Yeah. Um, cl- uh, I think Dalvin's just a little bit older. But um, given everything that I have on both of those players, I'm kicking Cook out before Chubb. So maybe both of them need to go, but definitely not Chubb before Cook. So at this point, we both said yes on Chubb, but what is... For, for the yeah. moment. For, so here's my thing. So Jeremy got me in comparison mode, and I'm looking, if we're going to kick one of these old people out, it's going to be Chubb. Because I'm looking, yes, Dalvin's going to be older. Dalvin's also put up more elite seasons than Chubb. He's had like a 20-point season, a 24-point season, and even last year in a, air quotes, down season. But you think even given the age that that's going to give it to you? Yeah, I think think he's one of those, again, because he's more of a pass catcher than Chubb, right? Like one of the things that's always been our complaints, and it's not that Nick Chubb can't catch passes. It's that they choose not to use him that way because what fun would that be? Um, And while the better – back cook is catching passes which gives him a greater opportunity to score points. yeah which and we're always going to tell ourselves as a community well if if anyone's going to beat the age cliff at Cl- cliff why do i keep saying cliff i don't um, got a cliff cleft palette yeah, i got a cleft palette if anyone's going to beat the age cliff at running back it's going to be a receiving running back so that's why i'm gonna i'm gonna i'd say dalvin will stay in but i don't think uh Chuck I don't think well. that, i don't think either one of them necessarily will but i'm i'm not going to be on board with uh, saying I love Dalvin Cook, but I don't think he's going to stay on this list next year. There's so many good running backs right there on the fringe. Well, I'm going to oh, say – Well, wait. Yeah, I was just going to say this. I think that both of them will still be here. I think that – You know what, I Mike? Think, you're I probably think, right. You're probably the one who's right I think right both of them will still be here next year. I, I, I really do. And if we're, if we're talking about that way where you and I both said Chubb and he said no, and then Shane and I both said Dalvin and you said no – Let's keep both of those two guys in for the moment 
And then when we go to the end, like we did last week with the with the Stefan Diggs thing, when we're looking who's going to come in, if we have a borderline guy, then we'll it revisit. Helps break the ties. Yeah, we'll revisit it, it those two. Helps break but for ties. me, I, I, at this point, I think they're both there. But I think you could argue that. I wouldn't argue too far on Chubb because he's been kind of like that guy last, you know, right. running, you know, the 12th, 13th, 14th guy. You, always, you usually get him at a value. You draft him as a running back two, and he gets so close to running back one, maybe like last year. He, he, and, and the ADP now, he's, he's right there. I understand. I mean, they run the ball a lot um, in Cleveland, maybe less so now, but he doesn't catch the ball. I mean, Kareem Hunt scored a hell of a lot of points too, um, the, the other backs on that team. Right. So I get it, and he's going to be 27. I mean, you know, a better running back than some of the guys above him, but he just doesn't get the passing volume. So if we kick him and Cook off this list, I'm fine because I look at all the young backs behind him. Okay. So um, I'll let you guys, uh, you know, decide on those two players later. But uh, I made up my Well, mind. later. Like yeah, I said, later. I'm Let's- good. I already kicked Chubb off, and and Jer- Jeremy was good with that. So we'll kick no, Chubb no, off, and we'll come we, back on Dalvin. No, I like what, what, what Mike said, but let's go to who we're going to keep. You, you we're can't keeping just, Javante you, Williams, right? I mean, we didn't talk about him yet. Yeah, he you're such an ass. <laughs> you can't. I I just said what we were going to do, and then you just say something different. So you know, because yeah, I didn't like that. I don't but care. Yeah, so let's move, I, I don't let's care. So Javante Williams is going to make it again. I mean, every, the Denver running back, right, guys? I mean, honestly. Williams, Swift, Eckler, Mixon, so many of these guys could be displaced by the running backs that are in the next, you know, 12, the 12 through the 13 through 24 running backs. I mean, there's that much talent and pass catching ability right on the fringe. So I I don't care who we kick off this list, but I don't think you can remove Williams from the ADP based on what he's done so far and how he's being drafted. What would he have to do to fall off this list? I mean, mean, have a terrible season. He's only a sophomore running. Apparently being RB three because he he was an (laughs) RB two last year and the community said, Ooh, you know what? I think we should draft him as the uh, RB five. Wow. That's high dude. Yeah. So short of short of him just having an absolute disastrous Trent Richardson like season, I can't imagine he falls out. Yeah, look, he's it's still going to be some. I'm sure there's still going to be some split in that backfield with Melvin Gordon. Um, I doubt that it'll be as split evenly as it was last year because they've only paid Melvin Gordon like a million and a half dollars, and that he wasn't a priority free agent for them. They they waited like three months before they re-signed him. Yeah. So, yeah, I can't see Javante Williams having a bad enough season to fall out of the top 12. No, and he couldn't have bad enough vision to ever be compared to Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is a crazy good athlete, but that guy, I swear to I swear to God, he's got like Trent Richardson eyes. I don't, I've seen him run into the backs of his linemen like he has trouble reading the breaks. I can't even I can't even understand it, but I I'm 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 lukewarm on Javante Williams. Like I draft him. I you know, I I don't try to overpay for him. You know, I I'm lukewarm on him, but I don't think you can pull him off this list. The age and everything else works in his favor. I don't think people are going to pull him off of this. I mean, he catches a lot of balls, and that's going to be even bigger, I think, this season. So can't argue with him. He's young. Yeah, and like I said, he he finished as the RB22, and the community said, well, that's great. So now we're making you the RB5. That's quite a leap. I want to know what Mike thinks because uh, Mike is a running back guy. It doesn't matter what I think. but Yeah, it does. (laughs) Apparently not, but what Shane it, is not it doesn't, on the Supreme Court yet. It's all good, but what I'm saying uh, in this case, what Shane just said was my whole basis for this entire game from the beginning of this game. 
It makes no difference whether they're good or bad or anything. It's what we think people are going to say next year. And you just said that that guy was number 22 this year on production. And the community said, hey, we don't care. We want him at number five. And so he that could just as easily finish as running back 20. Or exactly. I mean, so no doubt. It's all perception. It's all what the wave of people think online and talk. Popularity, yeah. Yeah, because it's all bullshit. We're all just guessing. But apparently my guesses don't matter. So two yeses yeah, say stop stays. Stop saying that. <laughs> what, do you think Williams is going to be back in it? I mean, I, I think it could go either way with that guy, but he's a true talent. I mean, and he's young. So. All right. Well, so the next one <laughs> is on this list came out of nowhere. Well, not out of nowhere. He was the number one rookie. Yeah, I guess. Well, I, but but I'm real saying, quick, but he's never real played. Quick, yes. Real quick. Yes. Real quick. Never, just because, yes. you know, I, again, I got it thrown in my face in the, the group me patron chat for the Dynasty Trades HQ patron. Become yes. a patron because you're better. And you also got some swag this week, too, <laughs> some of you. Um, but also someone in my throat in my face this week that right. I got it. I got it wrong last year when I guessed that a wide receiver, uh, rookie wide receiver one would be in the top 12 of ADP this year. Definitely missed on that. I'll give him that. Uh, I think. Uh, Who'd you pick? I, remember, I just picked wide receiver one. So Drake. Oh, one. so yeah. I, yeah. So this year, but I also did the same thing with running back and said the running back one. And I, I think I even named him last year. Uh -huh. Brees Hall. Um, yeah. So balls. Um, <laughs> nice. Would be in the top 12. And what do you know? And that's even back then people were like, oh, I think Isaiah Spiller might be the running back one. And I was like, you people are silly. It's Brees Jerome Hall. I don't know if that's his middle name, <laughs> but in case you, it is. you have a problem, man. <laughs> well, I will. I, I I'm gonna say I agree with you. It, it, there was such a wave this whole rookie season of 2020. What, what year is this? 2022 with Brees Hall. So I can't imagine unless he just really shits the bed and is no good and whatever. He he's got to still be here in the top 12 next year. He's yeah, I think to. he's above an above average running back altogether. Um, you know the Jets poo poo. I I I hope they finally do something. They seem to they seem to do nothing a lot. Um, even when they have good players, it's just I I hope he you know breaks the trend of New York Jets kind of being you know mediocre. Yeah. And I know they have fantasy players, but I mean in fantasy, I hope he is a star. I think he's an above average back. I have no problem with him being on this list next year because he was the best overall running back in this class and he was drafted like that at 101 in most of our rookie drafts i mean he was the top player generally taken above all other positions as well not just the top running back so uh, it'd be tough to boot him from this list he would have to be like a like the stinkiest jets yeah. running back of all time to yeah. fall off of this list well it's interesting the last two people we left we left Brees, who was a rookie who never played in the nfl and then we left cam Akers, who's Story is injured and didn't get to, and now here he is. So even after a major injury last year, we have him in the top twelve. So yeah, he's getting drafted like crazy because he. Yeah, kicked, I think it's because he kicked ass in the postseason last year when he came back from that injury. You know, before people kind of expected him to, I think. But I mean, he came back, he kicked ass. He looked, he looked pretty damn good. You know, all throughout the play, the postseason for for the uh, Rams. I don't know, man. All right. Well, Shane's got think? a different opinion. I'm looking at his head shaking no, he back looked, and forth. He looked, and I he, wasn't a big fan of his, but when he, he came looked, back and did so well, man. he looked he looked bad against the Rams. But I mean, their entire rushing the game Rams. worked against against I mean, the Rams. Excuse me, against the Bengals. Bengals against the Bengals. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
but the entire rushing game didn't look good. Right. I, I've they never stopped been, the rushing game right. in that game. I was never a giant fan of Cam Akers, right? Like I, I, I thought that you I, were. No, I mean I had him as my running back five of that class. Um which is a very good class. You know what I mean? Like that running back five class, the running back five of that class was probably the running back two in this class, to be mm-hmm. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um but I just think like that the hope or the hype exceeded the exceeded the production. Uh, you know what, though? But again, all right. So I have to look at this in the lens of this isn't what I would do. This is what the community is going to do. Exactly. If this, kid, if this kid comes out there and puts up even 900 rushing yards and 300 receiving yards, I think the community is going to go. That was his full year back from the uh, excuse me from the Achilles. He's back. He's still really young. Like he was a really young prospect. Um yeah, so I'm gonna have to change because initially I was gonna say no, he's not gonna, but he's still only gonna be. <laughs> he's not even 23 years old. He came back healthy. I mean, maybe he wasn't 100. percent The thing is, I'm sure probably he wasn't. in real leagues, I might want to take Nick Chubb, Austin Eckler, Dalvin Cook, and some of these other players over Cam Akers. But you know, in a dynasty league, I don't, I just don't see him necessarily falling out of um, the ADP. I want to know what Mike thinks before I make my choice, though. Oh, okay. I thought you made your choice at the beginning. I, I haven't yet. What I was going to say, I, I was going to get to use Shane's line and I was going to say, you, well, you're wrong, Shane, but he changed his mind. <laughs> he changed me. his mind. So I'm going to have to say Shane's right. I agree with Shane because in the end, he wrapped it back to what the point of this game is and of what the community is going to think next year. And the fact that the community put him in the top 10 after being injured if he does half the product, like you said, Jane, if he produces whatever, they're going to put him back in the top 12 again next year. They did it this year. They'll do it again next year. So yeah, I, and that's the I, kind I think of exercise he will is. be there. I, I agree with exactly what you said, Mike, and I'm just going to concur with that. And and with what Shane kind of did, you know, out loud, his thinking process, yeah. with Cam Akers, <laughs> because it is what what do we think um, the, the league's going to do? I mean, because the bottom line is, and even my affinity for Nick Chubb and, you know, my bias really for, yeah, as a Cleveland Browns fan, but he might be the best pure running back in my mind, but based on factors with the team and how he doesn't catch the ball and all these other running backs in the league. Is he going to be drafted in the top 12? You know, probably not. Um, Do I like him better than most of the guys above him? Yeah, but that doesn't mean he's going to score more fantasy points just because he's a better running back. You know, I mean, you have to think about the big picture. Yeah, well, we have spoke for quite a while, guys, about this. Uh And so we said we were going to try to make it tighter this week, but we didn't. So um, we have... Two guys that we said we're going to keep as kind of question marks. We didn't fill them, them in out. completely. Kick them out. Well, I want to kick both the old guys out. If Nick you Chubb kick and Dalvin Cook. Oh my God. Well, so then if you're going to kick them both out, then you've kicked out CMC, Barkley, mm-hmm. Cook, mm-hmm. Eckler, and Chubb. That means A-Cliff. that means A-Cliff. Jesus. But I that am, means you cl- I have a type. You kick. Yeah, you have a type, which means you bulled over, bulldozed over us. But you uh-huh. also kicked five people out. Yeah. What Did you five see running backs? Uh, did you did you see the twenty three class? Because I can name three guys right now that are going to yeah. Be the twenty three class one, is great, but it's three. so far off. Right okay, now. but we, we have draft. to look at all these other yeah, veterans telling, and, and no, sophomores no, we don't. first. We have to look at who's going to be drafted. It's going to be the rookie running. Backs. We're not going to have be, five rookies in next year's class. We are, this place, but we're going to have. But we're going to have three. 
I got you, but I think you're okay. getting ahead of us. Right. And and also And also you you believe that, Shane. The point of this is what the community is going to believe. And and regardless they have to be starting running the, back and, and the community. No, no, no. They have to become starting running backs to ever get exactly. to that point. Exactly. So, top 12. Right. And some of these people, no matter what we talk about, you're doing the 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 ADP from DLF of people that are mock drafting and you're going to really believe that Joe Schmo that goes in there and does a mock draft that three of next year's rookies are going to definitely be in the top 12. Yes. Well, anyway, before we get to that point, John Robinson is a a slam dunk guarantee. There's absolutely no way he makes it past RB five last next year overall. But before we get to that, we should look at the guys that we currently have on this list in front of us that could backfill what we have. And then, go to the 2023 <laughs> class i think that would be that would make more sense look at how pissy looks I, no no no. i'm looking i'm, I'm looking i think we uh, i know there's got to be a couple guys we can yeah i know there, there's a guy me and jeremy are going to agree on is travis Etienne. i agree too all three yeah, of I us agree travis, yeah, I, I think travis will be there all three of us think um that he's going to make it in even with the list frank he's got five chances to jump in here. <laughs> yeah. he's do it. and think, he's 13 right now so out of 12 yeah, like, he's, right like we want him to be there and he was a, look, he was such a great college prospect um and he's just fun to watch and he's gonna make trevor lawrence look so much better when trevor lawrence is dumping off passes to him and etn's just breaking him off it helps that they yards. played together in college and they did just what you just said yep all the time so. the scariest thing though the scariest thing jeremy is yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, Shane was right. But I am looking at this list of the guys from like 13 to 25 or so. And and it's very easy to say that none of these guys will be in the top 12. We don't know about Dobbins yet because he got hurt last right. year. He's a very, very good running back. I don't know how things are going to shake out in Baltimore. I think that's a guy that could sneak in. But Kamara, no. Henry, absolutely not. It's the age. Aaron Jones, no. Um, Kenneth we don't Walker, know how don't good know. Kenneth Walker will do I in think, Seattle. It's possible that I think honestly Ken, he could sneak yeah. into this. I, I think Ken Walker is the. So when I was looking at the the guys behind them, right? So I was looking obviously at age because clearly I'm an ageist because I just kicked out everyone I could. Obviously, the age of 25 in ridiculous. the top 12. Totally ridiculous. Um, but is. Ken Walker, I think Ken Walker is a guy that definitely could be in there because look, Seattle's passing offense should be horrid, right? If nothing, we could see Ken Walker with 320 touches next year just because they don't want – I would hope they don't want Geno Smith and Drew Locke, whoever's back there, throwing the ball. Yeah, we know that Walker can handle the volume. The only thing we don't know is how 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 he's going to do in the passing game. But I told you guys, I saw him uh, – you know, he did okay. But I, I saw him um, catching passes um, as a wideout in uh, high school. Um, as a slot receiver, split out wide, and the dude looked like a wide receiver. So I'm not worried about it, him catching passes, but I think, you know, the volume that they give there. I just, I think Dobbins and Walker, of the guys on the list, ETN's in, yeah. I think those are two guys that could sneak in there over these old guys, over like Barclays and Cooks and Chubbs and Ecklers. I don't know if they will. A lot has to happen. Um, but based on the skill of those guys and the volume of those offenses that could happen, but I won't go out on a limb for either one, but I do think ETN's in the, in the catbird seat, so to speak, to be able to get in there. Looking, looking at the list, I will agree. Your guys are talking about Kenneth Walker, 
J.K. Dobbins and Travis Etienne out of those next like 20 guys. I think it's possible all three of those guys could. And then then you're talking rookies. about two spots left. It, it could be yeah. two of the who rookies. Was the, who, was the, who was the third guy you added? I'm sorry. I got you, Travis. You just Etienne. Travis, uh, J.K. Dobbins, and Kenneth Walker. I'm not putting J.K. Dobbins in. I'm voting against that. I thought you guys both said that. Well, <laughs> no, no, I, no, I, I did. I, I think I, I just, mean, I, I think it depends on on certain factors, but I think he'll be drafted um, in the top. 12 next year but i you know we don't need to put it i don't on the okay list we don't all agree it's just fine. yeah and just just on jk dobbins again i loved him too it's just i don't Shut up i just i just i don't see the rushing volume for him his and quarterback rush see, gets yeah, the rushing volume and i definitely don't see the receptions for him to to, to dude be that guy is an above well. average he's running so, back and pass catcher but we'll if, see how he does if he would have ended up in kansas city it'd be a different story uh, dude. He's so if he would have ended up in indianapolis but ceh and um, uh, Elijah Mitchell and AJ Dillon. Oh my God! All those guys are like right down below him. Uh, such a better running back. So I, we got Etn wait. and Walker, and then uh, go ahead, Mike. Uh, so I, I just wanted to finish what I was trying to say. I oh. thought you guys had both said uh, Dobbins, so that's why I, I said, said yeah. But that's why I said uh, Etn, Dobbins, and Walker. So sure. what I was trying to say before was, but now we're not going to do Dobbins then because I thought you guys said that. So if it's just Travis and and Walker and then the rookies, my point was going to be, do we agree that all five of those guys getting knocked out are 100% going to be over ETN, Walker, and three rookies? That's all I was going to no. try to do. I was going to try to wrap not. this up. Uh, because we've not. already been talking for an hour. I'm, Likely I'm, no, Mike. I'm going to answer your question. Probably not. Those guys would have to be starters on a team for that to happen in their first year. So, <laughs> And they won't. Um, but not all three of them. But I, I do think the class of running backs, um, you know, I've been, we've been looking at this for a long time. There are a lot of backs in the, an, another class with, with a lot of running backs. <laughs> Top heavy, good players, but Shane, you know Shane. Shane's that guy at the Texas Hold'em table that's all in. When he, oh, I got the hand, I'm all in, and you know he's right sometimes. And and I'm sure one or two of those guys is definitely going to be on this list. But to your point, Mike, the guys that we're pulling out, great running backs. There's some guys right here, vets that have starting jobs. I don't think three of them do it. So we'll we'll go on record. Shane saying three rookie running backs next year end up in the top 12 ADP through DLF Superflex next year as of the end of June. Three 2023 okay. rookies end up in the top 12. I don't think so. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take the hit for the maybe whole show. Two. I'll maybe. take the hit for the you, show. You're going to have to because well, I'm yeah, going to say maybe two at most. But then, probably but, one. But I also need you to know when all three of them hit, I'm going to be like, you guys were against me the whole time. Yes, we okay. are. We'll, we'll and, have to do okay. a prop bet. And this, this is, and we'll see what happens. And this is what I'm going to say. I love the fact that this entire discussion comes down to an answer that all three of us do not agree upon. It may be written that way, but we don't all agree upon it. However, it wraps back to the beginning of the show where I said this is either going to be the easiest thing or the hardest thing to predict. And it turns out that it's not very easy to predict, but maybe we've done something here that will be very interesting and it'll be kind of cool. And look, Shane, if it happens, you're right. That'll be awesome. We'll be sitting here going, you were right. And it, it, I still 
believe. What do you think? But maybe because I'm so old, like you guys all say, but I just cannot believe that all five of those guys are not going to be in the top 12 just because of their age. That I still, no, it's not just... I know I know you're not saying just because of their age, but I yeah. still think that, that Nick Chubb could still end up doing it. I still think that Dalvin Cook might still be end up doing it. And I, I got to remind Shane back to re- back to what he said earlier. We're talking about what the what the community and you're the right. community, Shane. You represent them all. What they <laughs> think when they dress. Uh, and oh I don't my god! Know, I, with with to Mike's point, I don't know that all five of those guys get booted out of, especially if all five of them have pretty decent yeah. seasons. I mean, I, right. I just I don't. I know. I'm just gonna I, I'm gonna get to continue trashing 25 and 26 year old running backs over the next year as I've been doing for the last three years. Exactly. Just, just so I can, you know, because I'm very influential uh, with. Uh, <laughs> oh uh, yeah. yeah, I know you. I'll definitely, you I'll really definitely move the ADP needle. All right. Well, I will tell you who you are influential listen, with, you know. and you are very influential with our group me chat and our Patreons, and we all love them, and they all love. Whoa, what's that? Shane's showing some kind of bruise on his arm. I don't know what the hell that is. I'm sitting here giving you a compliment and you're showing us your bruises. I don't know what the hell that was. Um, But we'll talk about it offline. Yeah, we'll talk about it offline. (laughs) But Shane, tell everybody about our Patreons is what I was trying to do. (laughs) Join join our Patreon. You get the uncensored version of this episode. You get the bonus podcast. You get written content. You get even sometimes, uh, I know... I think Jeremy should do this too. And Mike, you too. (laughs) Both of you guys should do this. No, just because it's just a thought sometimes when I jump on shows and I do some talking points and start looking up stats, like, you know, doing other shows, um, I'll do a a Google doc just for some talking points. And I I think it's fun to share that stuff with the patrons too. But anyway, you get written content, extra podcast, the group me chat where we all make each other sharp as knives and swag. We sent out t-shirts a couple weeks ago. Everybody got them. A bunch of people got them, I should say. Um, and then uh, <laughs> I, I've been doing better with sending out the koozies and the stickers. They've been getting to the people without people having to pay for the postage. So I'm very proud of that. That is really cool. Job, That's buddy. really cool. And again, like I said, I uh, it, <laughs> everybody loves you in there and it's great because you know uh, we all have rough lives and lots of things going on, but I love that you essentially live in that group me chat. And if anybody needs you at any time, you're always there. It's really cool. So, all right, check us out on Twitter at dynasty trades HQ. Check us out on YouTube at dynasty trades HQ. Check us out on iTunes at dynasty trades HQ. And yeah, really. And, and I love that it went all full circle as not being easy or not being hard. I mean, we just didn't know, and this is what we came up with and, and hopefully people enjoyed the show and, 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 uh, nudging each other and everything the way we do so uh at this point we're gonna be back next week and what we're gonna do quarterbacks and tight ends we're gonna combine them both together so uh thanks for listening and say goodbye everybody yep we'll see you next week thanks for listening shane likes the 2023 class in case you didn't know (laughs) say goodbye shane (laughs) Shane. (laughs) oh my god